All right. This is Jared Daigle and Stu with Metal Speak, and today we are reviewing the latest release from Aborted. It's called the Necrotic Manifesto. It was released on Century Media on April 29th of this year. A uh, little different format this time in the review. We're going to do kind of a panel uh, discussion and just kind of run through the categories here. So, uh, brutality, we'll start there. Uh, I'm giving it a 10. I don't know about you guys, but uh, this thing is re goddamn tarted on the uh, on the brutality scale. Everything uh, literally fires on all cylinders, front you know, front to back, front to back, um, <laughs> not back to front. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just God. This thing just it, it, it slays face on so many levels. But um, what did you guys think? Yeah, uh, totally agree. I'm going ten. Also, uh, ten. Where it's, I'm at on that for sure. That was not even a question at all yeah. on that category. It was just straight up automatic. Fuck. They, they can write the book on how to write a brutal riff. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Just make it fierce in your face. Uh huh. It's really hard to argue with brutality when it comes to aborted. Yep. Not just in listening, but in <clears throat> watching them too. It's just all around. Yeah. Now their stage presence is fucking phenomenal. Anybody that like slams the microphone into their head just out of pure <laughs> rage and just. Right. Uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Very hard hitting. All right. Uh, songwriting. Um, I'm giving it a ten as well on on songwriting. I think, I, and and the reason reason being is I think that where where I I like what what I like about this album, what I like about this band as an institution is that you know even though they've had this kind of revolving door of musicians. Uh, coming through, you know, Sven is kind of being the one stable, uh, the one stable guy. So he definitely has, uh, I think, an artistic direction where he wants things to go, and, and he gets the people he needs to to accomplish that. Um, you know, this this album, if, if nothing else, is consistently listenable. Um, every song has its own un- kind of unique flavor. Um, there's that one thing that 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 Aboard has always done well is groove, just. I don't know how they do it, but everything everything just has a has a smooth groove to it. It's it, you know it's exciting. It keeps your attention. Yeah. Um, and they can even take something that you would think that would just be just just the fucking simplest thing and just turn it into just this just ridiculous neck snapping. Like I, I think it's the 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 sixth track, the Davidian Deceit, uh, at about the two fifteen mark. Where yeah. they, they kind of do this build and everything kind of goes crazy yeah. and then it just goes into this, <laughs> and you're just yeah. immediately just like, Fuck! Just, I mean, yeah. it's yeah, totally agree. That's definitely one of the and highlights. it's like, and you look no, and you and, and you and so you start finding the timestamps and all the on all those moments yeah. in all of those songs. You're just like, fuck, but yeah, it's just that's that's one thing they haven't sacrificed is their ability to write a good song and their ability to 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 give it a solid groove. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. I'm actually going to go nine only because I think the the more I, you know, listen to more metal and stuff, I just, for me, um, top marks are always going to be like bands that have a, the widest range, kind mm-hmm. of. And um, like Jared said, they, they know how to write groovy, catchy stuff. Um, it's also, it's not all the same tempo, which is nice. They can do some slow, some slower stuff. Um, but you know, it's still all that kind of in that same vein of like brutal. It's just, it's all it's all brutal. You know yeah. what I mean? So <clears throat> that's I think I think that's going to be my kind of go forward. I'm going to try to hold off those top marks for the bands that really blow me away songwriting wise, 
because of the range thing. But yeah, totally the that build up on the riff uh, on the Davidian deceit. Um, it almost comes out of nowhere too, like that. It's it's some higher notes. It's like gonna 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 gonna, and then it, it is. It just comes out, just bam, just. And it's this. The the riff is great. It's like this this kind of like sliding, you know, and yeah. it's so it's so fierce. It just yeah. yeah. So yeah. yeah. And actually, I will say, I think the only <coughs> I'm not I'm not redacting my ten, but I think the only track I think it's the tenth track uh, dies Winterflung or some shit. I don't know. That one's the only one. It was kind of it kind of have a slower kind of a sludge metal kind of in it. Yeah. Just too many too many pinch harmonics and, yeah. and aping uh, immolation just a little mm. bit much. Like I was kind of oh. like, eh, this one. Yeah, I know. That exactly one seemed kind of out of place. It was just this constant. Like what? Yeah. yeah. See, that's where the fuck did that come from? Yeah, <laughs> it's interesting because that's actually one of the reasons that I, you know, I, there, there's some range there. It's not all the same tempo. I think I would probably have given it an eight if, if that wasn't there, just because that's kind of, like I said, I think that's kind of where I'm getting to. Like I appreciate more of that diverse right. diversity in the songwriting. Yeah. But um, the other one I was going to mention is I think it's the title track itself. Uh, lots of good like just windmilling riffs. You yeah. know, where you hear it, you just like almost instinctively just like, oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure it's it's the title track. Um, I think it's the main riff, um, where uh, it's great. They do it a couple times, and the first time, you know, they do a couple repetitions of it, and then they do it again. But the double bass comes in, you know, and it's yeah. like, oh yeah, oh yeah. And then the second time, it starts with the double bass, and then they repeat it more, and it's like blasts in there, and so it just keeps getting more and more intense. And it's just, uh, I remember for you know stuff that catches you like the first time you hear it, where you. You know, grabs you, and that's what it was when I was like, "Oh, this is a windmilling riff. Oh, yeah. this is just fucking hell yeah!" So, yeah, yeah. I, it's- I was a little different on there. I put the songwriting at a seven, uh, mainly because it is very mono, the same throughout the whole thing, which is what they do. What they did, they did well, but I, I'm not uh, kind of along the lines of what Daigle was saying. It's like there's not there's some a few really good solos in there like guitar solos that come in kick in they blend well they mesh well but overall it was like it seemed like just a metal album to me uh it was heavy it was awesome it's the kind of shit that you want to be at a fucking show for and see this shit live Uh, right but it's not something i'm just gonna i I wouldn't pick up just all the time to listen to uh it's one of those things that definitely it's gonna end up in the cd player pretty regularly but it's not that just not quite what I want out of the writing process. Yeah, on there. Gotcha. Yeah. Cool. Fair enough. All right, production. I'm going with a ten again. Sorry, <laughs> I have to. I don't apologize. It's so no. It's so like it's so beefy. This fucking yeah. album yeah. is so like the low end is on target. Like the the drum production. I, the, there's something about and they're and they're. Like when whenever the the kicks are like fuzzy, where it, it feels like they're using like felt beaters instead of like you know wood or like wood or like yeah. yeah, like it's noticeable to me and it drives me insane. I think if yeah. like if I had a complaint about that Rivers of Nile album is is that the 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 drum production on the low end is so murky and it, that may be what they were going for because I think I think that kind of have the the kind of the almost the stoner death thing going on. Mm, yeah, but. Like when it's when those when those kicks are just crisp and tight and clean, yeah. and the guitar tone just is just like ear splitting, and it's just I mean totally. ev- everything on this you know the vocal production was perfect. I mean it's just there there I have zero complaints about how this one sounds. Yeah, 
Yeah, I agree. I'm I'm, I'm going to hold off on my number because I I think I'm going to try to do this possibly for these kind of reviews. Um, but I totally agree. Like it's it sounds beautiful. My my thing is I, I usually try to like do comparisons. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I feel like I know what I know which ones I know are absolute pristine. Mm-hmm. And until I listen to them like you know back back to back kind of, then I then I kind of get my number. So like here we'll just do a quick. Uh, An enumeration of cadavers. That's a that's that's from the aborted. Awesome. I mean, listen to that shit. Uh, awesome. Fucking awesome. Uh, so I just want to do a trigger the blood check because that's again that's on one of my tops. I think the only thing is a the volume. More, it's a, a, little, a lot more, a little mid. cleaner. A uh, lot more mid focus on there right. for sure. On the aborted. Yeah, so the, it's a little yeah, bit quieter. One, yeah. yeah, that's because it's more mid focus rather than that brightness on yeah, there. There's that high end. Tapered some of it down. It helps clear it up a little bit through different. It, depending on, like a lot of that has to do with like speaker sets that you have. I get the production of nine and a half. Uh, I listen to it in the car where I've got you know all the speakers separated in the subwoofer and everything. It's all their frequencies. I've got yeah. studio monitors at home that I listen to it on. Listen to it on a regular radio, and it sounds good through all of them, which is awesome. I took that half away. Just because I, the bass drops don't sound quite awesome, um, which I know is probably uh, a little stupid of me to like uh, do it. I mean, everything with production wise was phenomenal, but the just the when you have the full range thing going and the subwoofer focusing on just the low end range and uh, your mid range speakers and your tweeters and all that stuff, and you hear that when you hear the clarity of that isolated to itself, it yeah. just didn't seem quite as awesome as it could have been. <laughs> gotcha. I thought I was going to be a little picky, like, but I, I'm not going that far, like, with the, <laughs> like, like, well, like, interior where the subwoofer rings. Oh, I, here, I, like, I always I, listen to things and all, whenever I hear an album that sounds really good, I always listen to it on, like, different sets of speakers, different setups, just to hear every aspect of it, because, you know, I have a lot of appreciation for what goes into the yeah. whole studio setup thing and the actual mastering of stuff. There's so much that goes yeah. into there, and if, it's not easy. you know, if, if you... If you don't have a full range st- stereo system, you're missing out on different parts of what's actually in there. Yeah. Uh, even specific instruments are going to sound different to you, depending on what you listen to it on. And when when a a producer can make it sound good on a shitty stereo, yeah. that's awesome. When it sounds good on a shitty stereo and it sounds good on like a full range everything, that's good. That's yeah. awesome. Awesome work. Yeah. Nice. I just want to do another one, Chronicles of Detruncation. That's a cephalic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I uh, man, I I think I'm gonna go ten, just because like I don't have the I don't have the. <laughs> I can't pick out. I can't pick out the stuff. That, so yeah, I, um, I, aside from the the volume level being just a little bit quieter, like well, and like you said, it's probably just the range. That's, that's not. Yeah, that's not actually volume. quieter. That's, that's just, just the the range. the range focus that it's on. It's more mid range hertz in there. So that's which is a good thing because you're going to hear it more clear. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome stuff. All right, uh, repeat listenability. Uh, I'm doing a 10 on this one again. <laughs> Sorry. I could not. I mean, I I bought this at the show uh, when they played, uh, you know, it was a couple days before it actually dropped, uh, before the street date. And 
It did not leave my stereo, and I did not turn it off on my iPod, I think, for, like, four days straight. That yeah. is, like, all I listened to for hours. Like, I was... I think that week, uh, just because my schedule was crazy, uh, my carpool was canceled, so I, I didn't have to torture homeboy. Um, <laughs> yeah. this, it was, like, full volume. Like, I'm, yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm going to suffer permanent hearing loss from just <laughs> having this cranked for however long I did, so... Well done. <laughs> uh, and I keep going back to it, you know what I mean? Like, I you know, yeah. bought a new album since, and, you know, it's still in the tray in my in my car for my CD player, because I just... Yeah. I have to have it within reach, so it's, yeah. it's just so... Yeah, I I, I totally agree. I'm I'm going ten also. I um I I didn't realize when I first put it on my phone that I put them I put the song order backwards. Mm, so you listen to the whole CD backwards. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, listen to it back to front. Yeah, exactly. Ugh. But um, <laughs> and uh, firing back to front the whole way. <laughs> but you know what's 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 great is it's it works it works great together like all, all together backwards yeah. <laughs> as well as forwards but also like just to have it in a playlist and, and shuffle and you know come across this it, it doesn't need to be you know with everything else it, you know it can come after anything else any other you know band and you're still just like yeah oh, fuck this is awesome i'm so glad this showed up at a you know at randomly and um so anyway i th- that's also something i think i'm going to work into my repeat listenability uh score how nice. well it like you know if it needs to be kind of together with the whole album or if it kind of each track can stand alone. Yeah, that brings up a go back to it. Good so. valid point. I mean, I've got it on my phone too now, and it's you know I'll be playing it randomly. You know, all the songs on there, and I'm driving, and if the song comes on, I'm not skipping it. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's pretty much where it is. Yeah, uh, I did give it a seven on the repeat listenability <laughs> strictly because of the songwriting thing. Yeah, uh, just because and like you had talked about the markers in there. Uh, different moments where it's like really awesome and I don't know if I'm OCD or what but I, I hear those same things and I love it at first but then after a couple of times I'm like oh, I'm, at that, I'm at that off. part again I'm at that part again I'm at that part again and then it feels like I've played it out too much yeah gotcha and, uh, maybe I'm. Maybe that's just because I'm an idiot. I don't know. <laughs> no, maybe <laughs> I'm an idiot. It could be my own problem was why that sucks but I, I gave it a 7 on there uh, definitely love hearing it though uh, and it will keep getting played it's just not quite up on the uh, it's in their everyday list for me. Yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. All right, artwork and layout. Uh, I'll give it an eight. I uh, wow. I like the cover. Uh, I think they're. I'm glad they got uh, Par Olison back on board. I think he did some of their other covers. Uh, I think the last one. I don't know if you guys saw there. There was a big dust up um, on the last one where this guy. It turned out because he he done uh, he did he did the aborted cover and then he did the cover for uh, this uh, deathcore band from Kansas City called Hester Prynne and some others and somebody had basically found where this guy was essentially ripping off like old horror comics so mm-hmm. he was just altering it just enough you know so they, I don't know if he was scanning this stuff and then changing it in Photoshop or whatever to oh, make wow. it look whatever but it was mm-hmm. like. It was it was like straight plagiarism wow. of different things, and so you know you know Chorus aborted you know caught some flack for that you know huh. kind of they were kind of collateral damage on that, but um, so it was nice you know to see they they, they got uh, Par Olson back. He never does bad things. I mean he's done Abysmal Dawn and and some other stuff, so um, you know always does good work. You know as far as packaging, you know because we were talking about uh, in the last episode about you know the the gimmicks and stuff that. You know, bands are kind of pulling yeah. to do whatever. I mean, you know, the liner notes are pretty basic. You know, they kind of 
Yeah. All the band members have the the Hellraiser Cenobite zombie thing going on, which is whatever, you know. So it's you know the liner notes themselves they're they're kind of fun, they're, but you know overall as an experience, you know, pretty basic. I'm gonna go nine. Well, first I should say thank you for bringing it because I got it up. <laughs> well, maybe I got the just looked at the promo and the yeah digital, I got yeah I got the download, which, so I just saw the pictures on there. Is all I saw. Yeah, but um the. I, I'm I'm a big fan of what they did with their faces and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because you look at it and I I don't know. It's hard to tell if it's if it's all digital or if that was like a lot of makeup. It looks good. It looks really it's really probably good. A, yeah. It looks like it's a mix between the two. Maybe yeah. like the a, guy yeah, the, just... the guy with the eye the yeah. shit going out of his eye is that's how he really awesome. looks, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's him, not my right? that's not makeup. <laughs> He's actually got a vagina in his face. Yeah. <laughs> his spiky eye aids. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, I'm at a nine on that one also. Uh, I love the kind of just grotesque, morbid comic book style artwork on the cover. Uh, yeah, totally badass. Uh, the layout of it's just you know standard metal. That's what you do. You know, yeah. you have fucked up pictures of yourselves in there, and yeah. mm-hmm. and have a brutal picture on the front. You know, this multi armed dude with like different weapons. The one thing in his hand that I wasn't able to figure out, like, is that a fucking hair dryer? in one of his hands or what what is this here it's a drill okay so on the on the <laughs> download that i have on the digital promo thing i was looking at the picture and it wasn't like the full size picture it was like the compressed one and i kept zooming in like what the fuck is he holding like he's got like knives and shotguns and a blowtorch and a weed killer thing or something and then he's got a hair dryer like <laughs> fucking groom you yeah. too yeah. part of this but, too i mean actually if you look at it um i don't know what's coming off the bottom here because i think that's a knife but it almost like because you got kind of the front thing here and then the back it almost looks like barbecue tongs <laughs> <laughs> He yeah, just like, doesn't know what he's doing, man. He's like, I don't know. Am I going to cook you? Am I going to drill you? Am I going to a barbecue? What am I doing? Is it Memorial Day? Going to the salon. Right? Yeah. That's why he looks so angry. He's just conflicted in his head. That's right. Which tool do I need today? Which implement of destruction do I need? My hair dryer or my barbecue tongs? <laughs> I do like on the actual disc there, too, how that looks. See, it's a... Uh, yeah. Looks... Pretty sweet, man. Nice layout on there. That I love when they have that like kind of matte finish across there and good contrast in the colors on it. Yep. Yeah. Behind the disc helps is out, pretty cool. Helps out colorblind assholes like me <laughs> when the colors are laid out properly. Yeah. So I can tell what they are. Yeah. Almost. Yep. Pretty good stuff. All right. So to recap, so I'm at a 9.6. Dangles at a 9.66. Stu's at an 8.5. Mm-hmm. So what's our total average? Um, 11. <laughs> so uh, it's definitely worth your your money. Go oh, yeah. buy it, guys. Yeah. Support. Absolutely. Dangle 9.2. the Excel wizard. 9.2 out of 10. Not bad. Metal speaks galore. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, so that's our review of the new aborted Necrotic Manifesto, uh, already out on Century Media. Uh, go pick it up at a record store near you, iTunes, Amazon, all that good stuff. And uh, we'll catch you on the next one. <laughs>